Don't let me cut my wrist though Rolling in photos, pick up my wings, go up Throwing it up, I send though Rolling with bros and these guns, my wings go Hope wish we go up on this side Catch them and follow that green light Don't read no Bible on this side No, to go rolling on this side Don't let me cut my wrist though Rolling in photos, pick up my wings, go up Throwing it up, I send though Rolling with bros and these guns, my wings go Hope wish we go up on this side Catch them and follow that Spoiling my mom and my sister I got a job, I ain't quit, bruh Little boys asking where the rap's at Still get paid for the rap back Stayed in my lane with some profit again You insane if you think he plays beef, man I'm out in the burg with the niggies Don't shit still puffin' on ziggies God gon' show me a way out of this hell And the devil gon' show me some titties You got the fame and got comfy I got no fame, but I still got more money I looked at your plate and got hungry We eatin' the same, but your gravy disgusting I ride up, bury my cock and your sister That never do songs with your niggas I'll never rap like a carbon black killer My friends and my family of those niggas You want me over rapping nigga Fuck you go buy your new girl for some flowers Don't stress me by trying to perform Bitch go home and go tend to your studies for hours That little girl that you came That you play cut on me And we laughing about you You wanna prove to your boys that you hard But you all close your eyes in the shower Might have my demons on payroll They finna do what I say so I give my life for my family ties To never have vices and they roll Don't let me cut my wrist though Rolling in photos, pick up my wings Go up, throwing it up, I send though Rolling with bros and these guns, my wings go Oh, wish we go up on this side Catch them and follow that green light Don't read no Bible on this side track by Tyson. It is titled This Side. He's an artist from Centurion coming through with what is known as the Seaside Sound. I know, right? And I ain't trying to front. I ain't trying to front right now, but I have been jamming to this album for the past week and I'm here to tell you to stop sleeping. You heard for yourself. I brought it to you and you heard it for yourself. So his album dropped um, on the 18th of October. It is titled SYBA. And more about the artist, he was born in KZN, Umlazi. And now he's just doing way too much this side. So really, catch him on at Cybertele on Twitter as well as Insta. Also catch him on the cloud. And if you thought that was enough, well, it isn't. He's also on YouTube. So do check him out and subscribe to Tyson ST. So much talent there. Too much talent. And I don't want to lie to you. So that's what I did. I don't bring it to you. So to Tyson and your team, your producers, you guys are really doing way too much. You're killing it. So you deserve everything coming your way. Thank you so much for this music.
So welcome to the NDL show. To those who have been following, shout out to you and to those who are just joining in. Welcome, man. Sit down. I hope you're good. And what day? Or, you know, like something cool because it's really hot. Let's be nice and easy. I want to say thank you very much to Apple because now we're live on Apple Podcasts as well. Turns out the show was there for some time. I was just not aware. Also, I realize that not many people are aware that the show is on a number of platforms, um, namely on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Republic, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Breaker, and of course the OG Anchor app. So don't feel inconvenienced. You are able to access the show on any of these platforms. You can also find the link you're looking for on Linktree, and I really cannot thank you enough for the support. So I have decided to remove a couple of my first experimental episodes to give you an update that is because i am sure as you can tell by now we're getting the hang of how this thing actually works so you see now we're at that level so we just have to keep the standard up there so (laughs) yeah i'm gonna do that so don't feel weird or anything we just have to ensure that we keep the show crisp and clean right Also, this past week, I had a poll up to ask whether I should upload every week or every second week. And the majority voted for every week, so I will do just that. And I'm thinking of using every Monday as D-Day. I hope you're good with that. You know, let me know if it's um, not workable for you. If I am unable to upload on a Monday, I will do so on the Friday of that week. And if it's really turf, I will definitely let you know. I will communicate. You can trust in me because, you know, you and I, we're in a relationship and I respect you. (laughs) Yes, if you didn't know, we're, we're in a relationship. If not, I'm claiming you with my chest. Okay, great. So let's link up every Mondays right wherever you are and let's do this thing. So today, for our segment, What It Do, I wanted to ask if you remember the infamous sickness our siblings, cousins or aunts used to tell us about. It was called um, Ibande or belt, you know, for translation. So this sickness, what I was told, is that it would develop like a belt. It would go around your tummy, your neck, and you could see it. It was green. And let me tell you that once it hit a full circle, you would glitch. Like it's like once the belt went and locked, it would be the end for you. Once it locked, now we are locked. You get me? <laughs> Thing is, I've always heard about the sickness, you know, but I have never ever known someone personally who has experienced it and i remember being so young and praying lord please deliver me from belt because they made it sound like every second person was dying from it yo but till this day i still haven't experienced or seen anyone you know like it's it's one of those distant things i don't know if it's like a black sickness um and guys if you know the medical term of the sickness please do hit me up because i searched on google for everything i mean i searched under the keywords green belt that kills people green belt 360 die like you know and i gave up eventually so do let me know a number of things have happened since you and i last chilled like this nicholas Ninao, for one has been sentenced for life and he rendered a poem so tell me a poem is supposed to was the poem supposed to like i don't even know i don't even want to play the cringy poem because i don't understand he is one of many we're still angry and we're still fighting also, on a lighter note, Kylie Jenner became a hit maker and then went ahead and trademarked her Haraz and Shan, <laughs> which is wild. Um, what does trademarking this even mean? So all you need is money, 
a good following and then boom you can become whatever i mean you have people who trademark hairstyles you know and oh my gosh oh my gosh y'all know you know talk about hit makers <laughs> the song labandona my uber right listen i've always liked that song but when the trap version of it came out i was like you know what this actually slaps listen to this guys it really slaps <laughs> What? Nah, guys. Nah, you can't tell me that doesn't slap. Ah, no ways. Have to give it to them. Anyway, so coming up, we close off the decolonial series with a focus on Afro-pessimism and imperialist nostalgia. It sounds like a lot, but it really isn't. The actual plan was to have a hectic, hectic guest speaker to close this conversation on a good note. But I did not want to delay this episode. So what we'll do is we'll finish the series today because there's too much content that needs to be covered. And then we'll have the guest feature to give us ways in which we can decolonize our minds because I don't know how to do that. You know, I don't judge me. I just wanted to bring this to your attention. How? And then we introduce our next conversation about the dating world yes the relationshiping world is changing remember i spoke to you about the app called seeking arrangements yes so that's coming right up in the main segment for now let's take a quick short break stay tuned Welcome to my YouTube channel. I have finally decided to record my first ever video. Okay, wait. No, it's not my first first video. I recorded like four videos before this and I just didn't feel them. And I was like, I don't want to just post a video that I'm not even feeling myself. So I have decided to take this time to actually record another one. So if you don't know by now, I am your girl, Katie, as in K-H-A-E-D-I. I almost forgot my own spelling. Oh my God, Chris. Um, yeah, not Kaedi, it's Katie. Um, first of all, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe so you can join my marvelous family so we can basically grow and do the most, you know what I'm saying? Definitely go ahead to YouTube and subscribe to the Katie channel because we just need to keep on talking about our lifestyle and of course beauty. We have to glow up at some point, right? Even if it's by force, yes. So definitely do that. Check her out on Insta at Katie.b for content. Also, if you're looking for some sick merch, go ahead and check out at sadboy underscore ZA on Insta. I'm not saying you're sad, but listen, the concept of sad boy is more about just letting your yourself go through the motions of life without being afraid because obviously there's not much growth and comfort right yes so you can purchase a hoodie a pair of pants and the likes just go there on the page also speaking about great local brands definitely go ahead and check out the 99k franchise brand by Stelo. this brand is definitely something you want to be part of especially as a young creative the vocation for this one is to have three divisions that is clothing 
events and music so trust me this is not something you want to miss out on check out the page on insta that is at 99 franchise and as always i have your back trust me so everything you need to know will be in the description of this episode Have you been thinking about starting a podcast? Well, the Anchor app is a definite go-to. Firstly, above everything, it is free, imagine. So if you're a student like me, hop onto it because you can put yourself out there without the restriction of finances. This app is so cool, you literally don't need any specialized equipment to record. I mean, the tools on this app literally allow you to edit your work on whatever device you may be using. Yes, I am talking about your phone. You heard me talking about putting yourself on, right? Don't stress, this app literally distributes your podcast for you to other sites like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started. Everything you need for your podcast in one place is still a dream. in the service yeah. nigga why you don't talk same when in person i'm probably the savior yeah why so many snakes in the service nigga why you don't talk same when in person i'm probably the savior 
But the thing is, I told you. I told you though. I told you that Tyson really came through with this album. This is another one of his. It's titled Offside Goal. And I I'm not gonna say it again. Go check him out. Stop wasting time because wow man. So just to recap, we went into language and culture two weeks back and then before then we touched on religion and the displacement of our history as an African people. And I'm aware of the fact that I didn't go into hectic depth. I just don't want the show to sound like something it isn't, you know, like it's tense, tense. No, guys, I still want you to relax while still getting knowledge, you know. Now, let's get straight into concluding the series. Afro-pessimism and imperialist nostalgia. Now, let me start with imperialist nostalgia because this is something that is rather interesting, I must say. And you'll see why I say that. So to put it simply, Renato Rosaldo is a theorist. He poses that imperialist nostalgia is a mood of nostalgia. I mean, you understand, right? That makes racial domination appear innocent and pure. This is done to conceal its complicity with brutal domination. Now, let me bring it back home to you so that you understand, you know, because so, it, it really sounds like it's far right now. So he uses the examples of films that have really been part of our childhood, guys, like The Gods Must Be Crazy. You remember that film, right? We still have part one and two here at home. And it was such an integral part of growing up because we'd sit around as a family and laugh at how the Khoisan were so backwards, you know? crazy now that I think about it. So what happens in the movie is that the sand people are literally chilling. They're living life at best. Yeah, so they're sucking water out of the leaves and the plants. Yes, they're sharpening their weapons, telling stories at night around the fire until the main character, Lee, notices something coming from the sky. The narrator describes the helicopter as a bird because he is supposed to be telling Clay's point of view. So he says this big bird dropped something from the sky and when it lands it happens to be an old glass coke bottle. You know how coke, you know, you know what to do. Now the sand people are fascinated by this bottle. It makes their lives easier. They're able to smoothen snake skins and all of that. However, this bottle also results in the conflict of this tribe as everyone is trying to get it. Um, so the main character sets to find the, the end of the earth where he can dispose this bottle that has brought bad luck to his family. Now the whole time on his journey he encounters white people and then they try to colonize him like they did with us you know he has to wear like those cloths and stuff when he gets to Botswana and we as the audience find everything that he does that is traditional very funny because in our minds it's like ah, this person really a coke bottle really is that is that it and literally what Rosaldo says is that the white colonial societies are portrayed in these films as orderly and decorous you know the gods must be crazy really is that movie that shows us the truth of how they think of us I mean you heard the narrator said um the big bird speak about a helicopter why can't you just say helicopter anyway What's sad is that when we watched these films when we were younger, we failed to see it then, you know, that this is what they did to us because we were once very traditional, but now we're advanced, right? I don't know. I don't know. But can you see what I mean when I say that we're low-key, high-key displaced? Because we also laugh at that. Um, we laugh at those things that they portray as funny when they really aren't because they were able to manipulate what they did and made it seem like we actually needed their coke bottles 
I mean, Leon Schuster, right? Now, we have to talk about this briefly. I'm not even going to go into it because you know, we all know. Zulu on my stoop, Mama Jack. These are films that we already have discussed because we realize that, no, man, blackface, ridicule of black people. Like, the ridicule never came for all, you know, the people in the country. It's not like we only black people. It was specifically um, targeted at black people. Like, vele, vele, we are just ridiculous. But that, we know, we realized, at least we realized, but at the end of the day, it was still after we all laughed. Um, and then we grew up and saw the reality of the situation. So yeah, that's basically imperialist nostalgia portrayed in films, and I know there are many other films that I have not mentioned, but have you noticed um, how your parents or older family members will speak about how they miss how orderly things were during apartheid? Like, literally, that's exactly what imperialist nostalgia is, where they will talk about how during apartheid there were never rats in Soweto because the apartheid government would frequently exterminate them, how Johannesburg CBD was so clean, how the law was respected, all of those things. That nostalgia attempts to establish one's innocence while at the same time talking about what one has destroyed. You know, it's not always from the point of view of the person who was subjected. It's normally from the other side, you know, the colonizer. So... I just wanted to show you that even our family members, you know, black families, people who were really harshly treated during apartheid also um, have this tendency of thinking, no man, apartheid, you know, so many things happened that were good. That, that is all, guys, please, please, at least we don't have to do all of those things. Now, Afro-pessimism, on the other hand, simply put, is a negative way of looking at the African. And I'm not sure who the author is, but the book or paper is titled as The Editor's Introduction in Afro-Pessimism 2017. Have to reference, this is not my own theory. So, the author stipulates that the African is always already viewed as a slave, legally. You get me? This is not even during the slave period. This is now. This is like 2019 vibes, you know? And we're not recognized as social subjects. Therefore, we're seen as socially dead. Which, in essence, means that we are open to gratuitous violence. We're natally alienated and generally dishonored. So Afro-pessimism posits the slave's experience as being for the captor. You know, so the colonizer, in essence, the master, the master. So when you look at the world and how things are, black people were never meant to succeed or even have a seat at the table. I mean, we built the buildings, we dug the gold mines, we work for pick it up, we do the hard labor, the babysitting, the nannying, and the cleaning of the house, you know, being a domestic worker, to the point where it's like we have been living at the mercy of white people. Now, the theory stipulates that a black person on the street faces open vulnerability to violence just as the slave did on the plantation. And when one is black, they don't need to do anything to be targeted because it is the blackness itself that is criminalized. And we know this, you know, black Americans know this very well as well. Here in South Africa, we do experience it, but not as a norm, you know, because I don't know when last I saw a white police officer. But truly, it is racial blackness that is a necessary condition for enslavement rather than whiteness as a sufficient condition for freedom. 
So what this theory reiterates is the fact that there is no hope for black people. We're born into this idea of being for white people and that all these liberation groups are for nothing, that nothing will change. But I don't agree with this part of the theory. I just needed to bring this to the fore that, hey, look, the things that we do, the way that we act, especially our parents and their generation, but we cannot continue with the same path. We still have a lot to learn. I agree. But we do need to come back to being ourselves. Yes. So that's it from me for the Decolonial series on my side. I am glad I got to do this with you and that you ain't get bored or anything because we do need to know these things. You know how hard it is to convince our parents that, hey, look, exactly. So we do need to change the momentum so that our children are also able to know who they are and that they don't have to change themselves to fit certain prescriptions like we have had to. And before you think it, I'm not racist, really. I'm not. I had to put it out there. I I love people. I love all people, especially my people. I'm just at that point where I'm tired of struggling, genuinely. I'm tired of counting the days to payday. Uh, um, and let's elevate, have streets named after us as well. Do things that just build our communities. Yebo, yes. So now listen, <laughs> I'm actually quite interested in how relationships in the century are thriving. Guys, things are not the same. You remember when you used to receive handwritten love letters from your puppy love relationship in primary school? Yeah, me, me neither. But for those who do, y'all remember how cute it was to have someone really just put in that effort to write you a letter? So have you written a letter for your person at present day? I'm talking about 2019. I mean, I... I can't even write an essay. It's a drag. So, Wang Tala, like, do you find me? But I'm not saying don't write a love letter, obviously. Yes, so we know that there are a number of apps out there because people are tired of waiting. We're tired of waiting for Knight in Shining Armor to pull through and do the things. So Tinder, apparently, we all know what that is is for not really dating but rather for salt um but i'm not going to talk about tinder now i'm here to tell you about what you need to know about the app called seeking arrangements you know this right so i just searched for it and it's written upgrade your relationships heaven and then scrolling down you see there are the options for sugar babies per sugar daddy uh firstly I don't understand what that means. If someone knows, please let me know. And then there's the option, no strings attached, ideal relationships, be upfront and honest with your arrangements. Then it's written, browse sugar babies. Guys, genuinely, like, I don't understand. And then sugar baby benefits, or is it because like us people who want sugar daddies are then sugar babies? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. And then another option is find a mentor. Uh, the description is that these are established, established, established sugar daddies who offer valuable guidance for long-term stability. And then there is date experienced men, but you date real gentlemen who don't play games. Then they say, be pampered, indulge in shopping sprees, expensive dinner, and exotic travel vacations. And then it says browse sugar daddies. So guys, I signed up. 
No, listen, wait. Only because I wanted to give you the maximum information you need, how, if you're looking to hop onto this, really. So if you find me on this app, it's just research, research purposes. Hey, Apelanazi, maybe it's for Nabantu who are not going to play games, real gentlemen who won't pluck gums. Mm-hmm. We also want that, yes. So when filling out your profile, they ask you about your location, your height, your body type, ethnicity, level of education. So here's the interesting part, right? They ask you if you're in a relationship and of course, the categories, right? There are categories, there are levels. So they'll ask you whether you're single, divorced, separated, married, but looking in an open relationship. And then they ask if you have children, yes or no, but they put a prefer not to say option, but it's like, dude, if you choose prefer not to say then you just said yes you have children you know so they ask you they also ask you if you smoke if you drink and there are levels to that too like you could be a social drinker or a heavy drinker i did not know this so then they ask what are you looking for in a relationship me i put their luxury lifestyle like i said i'm tired of struggling i also put flexible schedule all ethnicities because i'd like to taste something international i'm joking i'm joking i'm really just adding spice right now <laughs> but you know it would be nice fine dining because it sounds fancy i don't even know what fine dining is and then i also put no strings attached open relationship i also chose passport ready but i don't have a passport but that's besides the point i also put romance vacations there are also options to travel with you or travel to you, shows and entertainment, seeking transgender, seeking trans-friendly, platonic, non-monogamous, monogamous, mentorship. Um, what kind of mentorship? Like, you know, you can't just, you gotta, for data look, you must just explain what you mean. But there are many options, even discretion is there, obviously, you know, for people who like being low-key. And you have to put a heading. You have to put a heading on your profile. I put looking to be spoiled. Yes. Rebatla wallets. I almost put my banking details on the heading. So I asked a couple of people if they would join the app and this is what they said. I think I'd do it if as long as it's like something that doesn't compromise my moral standards. Um, given that you've said Jorge, anyone who's, who participates in there is in full control. I think in the world that we live in right now, it's a bit tricky to know if someone would keep to the end of the bargain. Like what if you go there, go arrangement thing, and then things don't go as planned. So, you know, I do it, but with a bit of nervousness to it. I'm in the middle with this. Firstly, I would do it for the sake that I feel like when you're students and, you know, living in a student budget and, you know, just going through hardships and whatnot, sometimes it's much more nice to get something like extra money on the side so that you can spoil yourself, buy yourself clothes, food, you know, don't have to worry about the necessities that comes with like living in your own apartment and not in a race. But also, I would not do it for the sake that um, I think I'll, we already socialized that you can only get money if you give something in return. As much as someone can say um, you don't have to do anything, I think it will be in the back of my mind. Plus, I'm an overthinker. So it's going to stay in the back of my mind that, you know what, at one point, this person is going to say, I did this, 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 this for you. So you have to do something for me. So, yeah. I would definitely do it. I mean... If you're giving me free money, why not? You know, I want the treatment. I want the nice life. And if I don't have to pay for it or give sex back or give anything back, then I really don't mind. I, 
actually I would head on <laughs> okay I think I'd go on the app because I think it's very specific you know what you want and you don't waste each other's time because if you want love you want love if you want sex if you want you want sex so I think it's very straight to the point and I'd definitely go on the app yeah I think I would go for the app because it saves me time of hooking up with people who, who only later to find out that you didn't want the same thing. So on the app it's straightforward, this person wants this and I want this and we hook up and we get on with our business. So I feel like I would go with the app because it saves me time and it gives me what I want, period. I would so definitely um, join the app. It's straightforward. I say what I want, I say what I don't want and I get what I want. Simple. <laughs> um, hi guys, um, I'll definitely do the app because I feel like nowadays people take advantage of each other and I mean if we can be straightforward about what exactly we want then you attract the person that you want initially um yeah yeah I would do it so like you don't waste each other's time you know just straight to the point uh I wouldn't because I'm sort of close to getting into a relationship okay. so I feel like it would be unethical right but if you weren't close to getting into a relationship um yeah maybe maybe for hookups okay. yeah you see so I'm not the only one I'm really not the only one doing this and um, yeah it just goes to prove that the dating world is changing guys or maybe it's always been that way it's just that now we're you know now we're getting into it now we're understanding now we're seeing the truth that it's not actually just a Cinderella thing you know so yeah guys this was my very brief introduction to what is to follow yes um, I, I had a very interesting conversation with a couple of my friends um, a few weeks ago was it last week the week before and we spoke about the prey and the hunt right the thrill of the hunt so really do stay tuned um it's going to be very sick sick and yeah guys we need to we need to you know we need to do what we need to do that's the truth of the matter so yes guys i really really want to thank you for chilling with me till this long um definitely stay tuned if i don't post an episode next week monday as i said i will post it on friday so you don't have to worry about anything and shout out to everyone who has been featured on this episode y'all are really doing the most as well as obviously my people who i didn't question about seeking arrangements and yeah guys like genuinely like you let me know let me know if you would do it i want to know i want to know if you would do it why you would do it and what you think about the dating world because it's something scary guys yeah it's scary we often say our generation there's something that they say about our generation when it comes to dating i'm not really sure what it is but hotels at the end of the day this is it from me to you may you have a great week ahead and yeah man this is the ndl show i am nondumi solohuto and i'll catch you next week monday if not friday you and i will be together before i leave i wanted to ask guys is it just me like is it studyable like in life i want to wish you the best the best of the best for your exam season don't stress about it when i just do the best that you can and the rest will follow truly from me to you
came from nothing to something Nika. Yeah.